The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray break down backlash from this past Saturday. We talk about the main event between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, and Zelina Vega against Rhea Ripley. A lot to do on this edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Brock and Cody, your main event. And Mark, what a match that was between those two. Listen, man, uh, I don't give a shit how long it was. I, I saw some complaints about, you know, man, what a short match and this and that. That match was was really good. It was laid out well. It, it was exactly what I thought Cody should have, sh- 
you call somebody a coward, you better be ready to get after their ass. And Cody did just that. He just got after Brock. Um, Brock showed his power, showed his dominance, showed his athletic ability, his guile. And Cody matched it, which is not what I expected. I expected once Brock to take over for Brock to take over and it just be Suplex City. But Cody kept fighting back, which was a mark of a great champion to see the fight. Bully always say that the baby face, the, the one thing that he's got to have is these. And Cody, man, he just kept on bringing them back. He did the ode to, his, to Dustin. He did everything but the Dusties. And, you know, I, I really appreciated that in the match. But, Dave, the thing that, the thing that made me really think, okay, we're in Puerto Rico, is when uh, the the buckle was exposed and Brock hit it, and man, it looked like shades of 1985. Carlos Colon, blood, Abdullah the Butcher, blood everywhere. I mean, Cody, it looked like somebody shot him. <laughs> it was so much blood on him. And if you're a fan of Puerto Rican wrestling and the wrestling down in the Caribbean, you knew that that was that there was some, there was the movie. There will be blood, and brother, there was <laughs> and <laughs> loads of it. Yeah, and 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 this goes back to the conversation that we had just a few weeks ago about blood in pro wrestling and how when it's used the right way, it's meaningful. And I thought in that match, in that main event on Saturday, it was meaningful, especially in a struggle between Cody and Brock. And Bully, you were somebody that was yelling about that as well. as like, blood's important, but when it's used the right way, and I thought that's exactly the way that it was used on Saturday. I didn't love the blood. Interesting. Not that I didn't love the blood per se. I wish it would have been done a different way. Remember when Brock elbowed Randy Orton in the head and shoot busted him open? Yes, at SummerSlam. Yep, and Brooklyn. No, nobody knew about <laughs> it. They knew that they were going to do it. I would have, for, for Cody's story, I would have loved to have seen Brock get busted open by Cody's fists as opposed to the exposed ring buckle. I want Cody to get his revenge on Brock. I don't want Cody getting his revenge on Brock because of happenstance and, oh, by the way, there was an exposed buckle. I liked it but I would have liked to have seen more intent from Cody. Get rid of the springboard kick that you did seven to eight times, which is becoming a little passe, especially when you're in the ring with Brock Lesnar. I'm just, you know, Brock caught him once and just German. Get rid of all of that same looking kick. Start balling your hand up into a fist and punch Brock Lesnar in the face until he starts to bleed. Cody was screaming at Brock, make me earn it, make me earn it, when they went off of Raw a couple of weeks ago. I want to see Cody earn Brock Lesnar's blood by his own, own hands and fists, not just by an exposed turnbuckle cover. Yeah, Mark? You know, I, 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 I see what you're saying, Bully, but like, like I like. One of the things that I always liked about wrestling is levels and switching and changing levels and changing gears. Um, I, w- I would have liked to see the blood when uh, he hit him with the stairs the second Agree. Time. Agree. Hit him, he hit him with the with stairs one time, and then you see Brock fall down to one knee, staggering feet up, and he should have he came up a, a crimson mask as they say back in the old days, on that second one. And now you get into the ring, and he's bleeding already. And now you see Cody putting the hands to him, bang, bang, and him them going, doing the same thing, into the corner, 
Cody hits the shoots in face first. Brock Germans him. He pulls the turnbuckle off. Feeds up. Cody feeds up. Now he sidesteps and Brock hits it again. He turned around, boom, and he could have put the Dusties on him right there. And then finally hit him with the elbow off the top. Like, you can't drop Brock with the elbow sitting on the ground. You got to climb up to that top. He turned around, elbow, bang. He could have almost got a cover. And it looked like Cody would have won. Like, it could have been done differently. Guys, do you think that there's any way in hell that the match didn't call for blood? It's possible. Uh, and Brock took it upon did himself. What he had, did what he had to do to give the match the juice, no pun intended, that it needed? Well, I, I think a couple of things you have to look at. And, Mark, you just mentioned earlier when we first started talking about the match, about the length of the match, and it wasn't a long match. It was under 10 minutes long. Maybe, you know, maybe it didn't call for blood and we got the blood. Maybe things changed at the end of the match. As you guys are explaining it, though, I'm just going to throw this out there because I agree with both of you, but maybe it wasn't time for that. Like, my question is... Is this the last time we're going to see Cody and Brock in the ring together? Because the way that match ended, really, Brock was dominating Cody. You know, Brock had the Kimura on on Cody, and it looked like Cody was going to tap. And it was kind of a flukish victory for Cody Rhodes. So, so Bully, when you were saying ball up those fists and make Cody earn it, did really did Cody really earn that victory? on Saturday, and are we going to see another match between Cody and Brock? Um, Cody beat Brock because he pinned his shoulders to the mat one, two, three. Did Cody truly get his day in court with Brock Lesnar? Dave? I don't don't think so. It reminded me... Go ahead, Mark. Uh, Cody did win the match. He yes. like Bullet said, he pinned his shoulders. Of course, the story Brock didn't release the Kimura. But also, if the next time that I see Cody, I need to see him in an arm in an arm sling, because I would be I've been put in a Kimura before. I had Brock, you know, pop my elbow before, and I know what that feels like. And anybody that's ever been in one will tell you how bad it hurts. And and Brock, it shouldn't be over, Dave. Brock should show up on the next show that Cody comes out his music plays before he can, oh, uh, he needs to get his ass demolished. No, he sh- it shouldn't be over. It's 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 interesting to me because when you look at the blood, was the blood a factor in the outcome of that match? It really wasn't because Brock was dominating at the end of the match. Did it make the match better? In my eyes, it definitely did. You know, excuse the pun, like you said before, but it added color to the match on Saturday. There's there's no doubt. But again, you know, Cody was about to tap. It was a bit of a flukish win. He was able to turn Brock's body to get the one, two, three. And there was nobody more shocked about the outcome than Brock Lesnar. Bully, to your point, like you said about earning it, about balling up those fists and like, you know, busting open Brock because of those punches where it's like, it's like, here, I'm getting my revenge on you. I don't know if Brock, if, if, if Cody got that revenge on Brock on Saturday. They could have done something so small that in my eyes would have made such a big difference. The story of the match could have been Cody trying to bust open Brock, ramming Brock's head into the timekeeper's table, ramming uh, uh, Brock's head into the announce table, ramming Brock's head into the ring post, then finally even picking up the stairs and hitting Brock. But if Cody would have went into that ring and definitively ripped off that top turnbuckle and then bashed 
Brock's face into it. Now I'm like, wow, this guy is out for revenge. This guy is out for blood. Cody is on a mission. The, 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 the ring, the, the turnbuckle cover came off because Cody was holding on to it because Brock had him snatched and was going to German, German. Him. So it's like Cody's holding on for dear life. Oh no, the ring buckle, the turnbuckle became exposed. I want to see Cody go do it with intent. I want to see the thought process in Cody's head of I'm going to ram your head into everything I possibly can. And if none of that works, if I can't knock you out with any of that, or I can't you make you bleed with any of that, I'm taking this turnbuckle cover over and I'm ramming your face right into the buckle. Now I see it's Cody's idea, not that, oh, it just happened to happen. Well, that's why, Bully, I, I, bring, point, Bully. I, I, I bring this up. This, ha- this can't be the only match between these two. Like, the way that that match happened and the way that it played out, it's custom-made for another match, right? I mean, Cody yeah. got the fluke win, so Cody got the win. Cody, Cody, Cody said he needed to have that victory. He said that on Monday Night Raw. I need to beat Brock on Saturday. Well, Cody did beat Brock on Saturday. But at the same time, he didn't dominate Brock. And Brock didn't lose anything in that match. You know, Brock did not look weak at all during that match. So, Mark, to me, there's probably going to be another match between these two, right? Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be, Dave. And and just, just so to protect Brock, I would have had the blood bothering him getting in his eyes like you know so when cody did roll backwards and and brock is trying to he's got the kimura but he's he's trying to get the blood out of his eyes like i would have gave extra reasons and layering to make it to look better for him if that makes if you understand bully i know bully gets it but it's like the the layering of what is happened to help intensify the action in the ring, and, and Cody needs to come out there with an uh, ombre song, and Brock needs to rip it off and kick his ass some more, and 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 to further this thing along. Well, if I'm Brock, I'm pissed. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Brock, I'm pissed off. And you know, and I hate to say it because it almost sounds a little disrespectful, but it's true. I mean, Cody got a fluke win, so I, I feel bully. Go ahead. I I don't know if it was a fluke because Cody is a wrestler. Cody is an accomplished wrestler, whether that's amateur, collegiate, or pro, much like Brock is. Cody doesn't have the same accolades that Brock has, but you can't just say it was a fluke win because Cody had the wherewithal to roll Brock up while he was in a Kimura. That's not not fluke. Fluke is... Luke, is you run into each other, one guy falls down, one guy falls on top, you get the one, two, three. Or you guys are both down and one arm just happens to drape over the other guy. That's a fluke win. Cody's win is not fluke. Cody's win is smart because as much pain as Cody is in from that arm bar hold, he knew, let me roll this guy up and catch that quick three. So I wanted to clarify that as far as fluke win. I stand corrected, 100%. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, If they have another match, what match do you guys want to see? Or do we open this up for the nation? Well, you know what? I'm going to open it up to the nation. But but, uh, I think they should have another match. Now, Mark, you said the same, right? You think they should have another match. Bully, do you feel by the outcome of that match and the way that it played out, that there should be another match between Cody and Brock. I think they definitely can if it's the right match. All right. It has to be the right match. It has to make sense. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down.
It's a soapbox moment. Uh-oh. I got to stand on my soapbox. All right, go ahead, Mark. The floor is yours. I can't understand why it took us so long to get to this. Bully said that, oh, Damian Priest deserves so much credit. He does deserve a lot of credit. But let me tell you something, Dave, and you too, Bully. Bad Bunny is the greatest, the absolute, no peers whatsoever, greatest celebrity wrestler of all time. There is nobody close. Lawrence Taylor is right there. Pat McAfee did a hell of a job. But Bad Bunny is on another level. He went into the ocean. People talk about his deep waters. He went in, oh, he's 25 minutes. He went into deep waters. No, he a damn celebrity. He not trained to be a wrestler. 25 minutes? Dave, the dude would get knocked down, and I felt emotion because he didn't just get knocked down. You know what he did? He reached for the rope. He sold up every time. At one point, he started punching Priest, and he ran and and and, and, and he, he 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 ran off the ropes and hit Priest and had Priest staggering. And I went like this, oh yeah. And then Priest, of course, took his damn head off. But he emotionally made me get out of get. I I lean. I was leaning back watching. He he got me up like this. He got me up in front. He was playing like a veteran wrestler. The way that he sold, the way that the way that he recovered, smart enough to roll out of the ring. Registered, registered. He registered. Yeah. The dude emotionally got that crowd in a frenzy. It had the the pay-per-view buried his name. First off. Could have you you said it could have been the main event. Yep, it could have been. You mean to tell me that a celebrity should main could could main event over Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes? Yeah. And, and and how can you argue that he is not the greatest? I, I, I mean, that was some incredible wrestling. We, we, Seth Rollins and almost. I told y'all it was going to be good. Yep, it was. I told you Bad Bunny was, was going to be able to. I didn't, I didn't, not at the level that he did. But I said that that, 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 that match with him and Priest was going to be good. Because it had to. I had no idea that Bunny had this in him. And I'm going to step down off the box, but I'm nobody's close. Well, Bad Bunny is the best this, celebrity wrestler of all time. Let me ask you this, Mark. Not disagreeing Yeah, better than you. Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he was better. Not disagreeing with you, but let me ask you this. Does Bad Bunny get the same reaction and do we get the same match and do we get the same everything if that make match took fall took place in Sioux Falls, South Dakota? Yes. I mean that crowd was it was undeniably um um an overly excited crowd. But was it was it not an overly excited crowd when Brock and Cody came out? Was it not undeniably loud when Bianca and EO was in there? Was it not undeniably when Selena Vega was out there with, with Rhea Ripley? They were I there think- for everybody. It's just that they were there even more for Bad Bunny and Priest. I mean, you're talking about two guys who grew up in the same town on the island of Puerto Rico. You're talking about a a star in Bad Bunny that makes Metallica and Madonna look like they're still, you know, playing the club scene. You're talking about a guy who is so over in his own right 
um, that it, it just, it, it makes everything else look so much smaller. I believe all of the stars aligned last night for Bad Bunny. I think he was in there with the oh, right Saturday. guy. Uh, say again? Saturday. I said, oh, Saturday. <laughs> oh, Saturday, I'm sorry. Uh, I think all the stars aligned. Planets were in the right position, right opponent, right crowd, right scenario, right place, right time, yada, yada. And it doesn't matter because in the world of pro wrestling, sometimes those stars do line up. And it's perfect for you. Bully, you you can argue this point all you want to just for the sake of arguing. But, brother, you are wrong. If that match would have been in Madison Square Garden, if it would have been in New Jersey, if it had been in Boston Garden, if it had been in Houston, Texas, if it had been in Dallas, it had been Los Angeles, Chicago, they would have blew the damn roof no, off. No, because no, no. You're, mis- you're misunderstanding had- what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that something that was great last night was great. The stars lining up and the right place, right time, right opponent made it excellent. All right. Yeah, it it did. You want to, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying as great as I I thought it was the crowd. I thought we were talking about that crowd. That crowd was off the charts. I do think the only thing that I tweeted about that mat, about that show was how great the crowd was. I didn't say nothing about how Bad Bunny's match or Seth Rollins' match or Cody and Brock. I said nothing about a match. I only said something about the crowd. But I guarantee you, if you could, they there were 17 and, and a half thousand people there. Imagine if they was in there with 20,000. If they was in there with 40,000 in the stadium. That match would have, Bully, Bunny and and Priest match stands up to any match that we've had this year, and he is a he's a celebrity man. It's I I just can't I just can't get over how great it was. It's incredible, but but to you know to play devil's advocate, Bully did say Sioux City, Iowa, and. You know those people are assholes, and nothing gets over in Sioux City, Iowa. So, so it, it, to credit Bully, he did bring I up said Sioux, City, Sioux Iowa. Falls, South Dakota. Oh, they're great there. Never mind. Then it's a terrible. That was a terrible example by you. Then here boy. is something that they did last <laughs> night, Mark. That I wish they could have done. As long a as they weren't in Des Moines, tiny, tiny, tiny bit better. Mark, what's the age-old adage when it comes to wrestling? When you got them, you got them. You got him. You take him right then and there, right? Yeah. Once all the run-ins happened, once we got Savio, once we got Ray, once we got the big brawl on the floor with the Judgment Day and the LW, those people were at such a fever pitch. Then the camera goes back to the ring. All we see is Bunny and Priest in a showdown, in a in a in a stare down. Priest should have went for his kick. Bunny Ducks, Canadian Destroyer, one, two, three. They went a minute too long in that match with a bunch of shit that happened after the brawling on the floor that didn't get them any more mileage. I would it have didn't just get them taken, no more mileage. I would have just taken them right there with the Canadian Destroyer. That's just that's just an opinion thing. And um, well, another thing that Bunny did really well, and this is why we kept throwing out the word registering. They both sold well. They both registered well. But what they really did well was take their time. Time. Pacing. The heel did something and then allowed the baby face to sell. The heel then did something else, allowed the baby face to sell. The physicality felt real because of the registering of the moves. This is where a lot of younger wrestlers just don't get it. They go from big move to big move to big move, and they forget about the selling and registering in between that makes the bigger moves that much more effective, special, and believable. Yes, sir. Now, I'll get off of Mark Henry's soapbox that he just let me borrow. 
Hey, look, you can borrow it any day you want to, brother. You have earned the right to step on that box, that tree stump, whatever you want to call it. You can get up there. But I'm going to point out another thing that I felt like was masterful was when they were in the corner on the on the post and Bunny was beating that leg up. Bunny took his – he did something, Bully. I was like, who in the hell is coaching this guy? He grabbed Priest's foot with both hands, and then he pulled it way up and out and held it high with one hand, and he looked for approval from the crowd, and they were like, yeah, and he went whack. He took his fucking time, and he did that like a 20-year vet. And then he went to he, he pulled him again and he went away and did something else. He got a chair. Bang. He hit it again. And bro, it was like I'm watching Bret Hart or somebody work the leg. He worked that leg like a 20-year vet. I, I don't I'm telling you, man, I I would put Bunny up against a bunch of seasoned pros that I've seen lately. Not, we always bitching about, man, why would you do that right there? Why would you, name something in that match other than the finish where they did all the ballyhoo on the floor. Name something else in that match you would go, ah, oh, god damn, that was too much. Why would they do that? Nothing. No, it, it had, there was a lot of believability. And when Priest choke slammed bunny bunny didn't move bunny was not kicking out of that move, no which i no. loved there was no movement because bad bunny should not move a muscle if should he gets not. choke slammed by damian priest and it's all the only way he was able to continue was priest lifted him up and another time that that happened is when they went outside and they went through the table on the floor, by the by the equipment, by the the soundboards, there was Bunny plenty didn't of time. move. Plenty of time to Priest sell. moved, and then they tried to stop him from dragging his lifeless body. Adam Pierce and 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 others, Davari and like, and then finally Bunny started to kick out and move a little bit. And what happened? Did Bunny get up on his feet after that and walk? No, Priest picked him up no! like, you know, like a sack and carried him. No, back to Priest the carried him. Yep. Man, I, man, I'm telling you, dog, you break this match down move for move. It was in fucking credible. And that's why, like, when I watch the match, guys, and you know, and I've I've expressed this on the air plenty of times. The one thing I hate is these celebrity matches because I think it makes sometimes it makes wrestling look less credible when you have somebody from the outside who's not a professional wrestler come into the, your guy's world of pro wrestling and be a credible pro wrestler we see it time and time again where a celebrity will get the advantage on a pro wrestler and i hate when that happens and that's why i i kind of despise the celebrity versus wrestler but to both your guys points it's almost if I if I ever met Bad Bunny, I would shake his hand and I would thank him. I would say thank you for what you have done for pro wrestling, because bully to your point, he the, there's the choke slam, and he was dead. Like Bad Bunny was dead. Like you said, he didn't move a muscle. He did the one two, and then like you said, Priest picked up his head and his shoulders off the mat. There were plenty of times. During that match where Damian Priest could have beat Bad Bunny and didn't do it because he wanted to inflict pain on Bad Bunny. He wanted to humiliate Bad Bunny in front of that audience. And then what happened at the end of that match? Once again, Damian Priest was playing around. He went for that kick and then hit the post and hurt his knee and hyperextended his knee. That's the only reason why Bad Bunny was able to get back into that was because Priest was injured. And and he wasn't injured because of Bad Bunny. He was injured because he was taking Bad Bunny too lightly. Himself. There was no Dave, point the hopping in that on match one that leg. made wrestling or Damian Priest look bad. 
that that hopping on one leg and and him really trying to take a step and collapsing and like all I, I, man, both guys, but you know we we both Bully and I know that Priest led that match, but I'm gonna tell you right now that it takes two to tango, and Bad Bunny did everything even even to the point of Savio in a pre-tape earlier brought him a kendo stick with the Puerto Rican markings on it Bad Bunny went out there during the heat or not during the heat but during his shine and he grabbed that that stick and held it up and the crowd went nuts I mean, the guy is also a, a stage star in music. He knows how to work a stage. True. Props. He worked the fucking stage, Dave, like a seasoned pro, man. If anybody got something bad to say about Bad Bunny, I'm not the one to say it to. Because I, I, the, he is over yeah, with he, me. And that's why I always appreciated Ronda Rousey, too, because she gave like a tip of the cap to Rowdy Roddy Piper in that entrance. You know, bully. That was that was New Jack's entrance. You know, when he came out there on Saturday, it was shades of New Jack. I don't think anybody in the arena was really thinking that. Maybe a small percentage. But uh, the chain, uh, oh, the chain over over his neck, and then coming out. I, that was. I, I don't know. Immediately when I saw that, I thought of New Jack. I would say New Jack esque for the for the small percentage of fans who 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 got that. I. I, I I can see how you draw that reference. I just thought, like, he appreciates pro wrestling. He respects pro wrestling. I thank him for what he's done for pro wrestling. And when when Ariel was playing those highlights from the match and hearing the crowd, it reminded me of what Carlito said earlier on in the show about the swah of that crowd. Like, that, I mean... Ariel, if you have it, Ariel, do you have it, Ariel? Do you have it with ninety five percent and five percent? Yeah, Ariel, and they do you both have the? Oh, she doesn't. She doesn't have the highlight anymore. But I would love to hear that highlight again. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that match again because just hearing that sounded like an old school crowd. We you know we always go back and say, listen to Hogan when he beat the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Garden. You know what? Go back and listen to the crowd when Bad Bunny beat Damian Priest, that backlash of 2023, because that crowd was absolutely amazing. And to your point, too, great to see Savio Vega. Great to see Carlito, who looked absolutely fantastic, by the way, on Saturday night. Um, the run-ins were amazing. Yes. Perfect spot on the card, using the perfect guys. If you're going to do something house-specific, you wanted to put that match on last because it's house and location-specific, right, Dave? Yeah. Because it's Bad Bunny, it's Priest, hometown, yada, yada. I would have given that to a different match. Interesting. What match could Bully be talking about? We'll find out. Plus, we got to get back out to the Busted Open Nation. We'll do all that when Mark, Bully, and I are back right here. I'm busted open. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports, NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. Bully, you said there was one match that could have been the main event if things were a little bit different. And uh, I'm guessing the match you're talking about was Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Last night, in my opinion. Saturday night. I was talking about last night, though. Because I watched it last night. I know, but I like I didn't go to the hospital, but I almost Uh, did. And one person on social media got it right. Well, I'll be be tweeting about it soon. 
Yes, because, Bully, you asked at the beginning of today's show that you had an attack over the weekend, almost sent you to the hospital, what that attack could be. And we've gotten a lot of good suggestions from the Busted Open Nation. Keep it going. What, what's we're the, what's the worst one? That is attack too much, took too much Viagra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah. Um, but I'll but I'll be tweeting uh, the correct answer anyway. Um, you suggested uh, the possibility, Dave, of Bad Bunny and Priest going on last because of the market specific Puerto Rico. Um, both guys being from the town. I don't know if this match that I'm going to suggest should have went on last. However, I would I would suggest something market specific for it. Last night was Zelina Vegas WrestleMania. Saturday night was Zelina Vegas WrestleMania. The feel good moment, her dad obviously passing away in the 9 11 attacks. We know that Zelina was supposed to be on shows in the past that she was pulled at the last minute, whether it was by Vince McMahon. I'm sure you guys know the stories. I, I don't remember every little detail. Mark, could you have made an argument or presented a case for Zelina to have gone over in Puerto Rico on Saturday night? Bully, I would not have put it in the main event, but I would have had Zelina win. That was the that was the time. That, I mean, even if she had it for one day and got beat, or, or two days, and got beat tonight, and, 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 and Rhea took it back, it happened. It happened. The photo shoot, the magazine cover, the, the PWI 500, all that shit would have happened. But she should have had it last that. Saturday, she should have had it. Now you got then, me saying yesterday. And Mark, I'm going to get even more personal with this. Oh, oh, well, Mark, come on. Not personal with you, but personal for Zelina. You talked about the magazine covers, the photo shoot, you know, whatever. Her the belt around her waist. Yeah. How how about just giving Zelina the opportunity to take that championship? And go to her father's grave. Oh, bully! Don't make me cry. My I'm, my face just got warm. Shit. Oh man. Just so she can take that championship, and go to her dad's grave, or go hmm. to the where, memorial, where, where the, the memorial, the memorial, the nine eleven memorial oh, is. What a moment that- this. Set that what championship down really. and t- right next to his name, because we all know his name is there at the 9-11 memorial. And just to take a picture, laying her head on his name with that championship right next to her. Wow. Wow. What a missed moment, bully. Damn it, bro. You got me. Wow. There are certain times in this business you do things for other reasons beyond just the business. Very few times. I don't think Selena is a better wrestler than Rhea, but if there was ever a moment for Rhea to slip on a banana peel and for Thea to get the one, two, three, it was that night in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Just so we could see her with that championship around her waist, with her family coming in the ring, with them looking up at dad in the heavens. Or just, her going to them on the rail. Or her Either going way. to just that moment alone. Now, I know there's a ton of people out there going to go, Bully, she didn't need to win. She she got over. She didn't need to go over. I hear your argument. 
But Zelina's been there for a long time. And her dad was a huge supporter of her wrestling career. And her dad lost her his life in one of the biggest tragedies to ever strike our country. Why not put that championship on her for two days? Why not get her over to the 9-11 memorial to take some pictures? Why not allow her to go take some pictures at her dad's final resting place that she can have forever and ever? You're not doing any damage to Rhea Ripley. You have your rematch tonight on Raw. Or, or you set up tonight for your rematch next week. Last Saturday night was a bit of a missed opportunity in my eyes. Right now, we should be talking about Zelina Vega as the women's or the Raw World's Champion. Yeah, it was it was for the SmackDown Championship, but I hear what you're saying, Bully. It doesn't matter, really. It's... And you know, you and I had this discussion on the phone yesterday, and I said, "Go." And you asked me uh, flat out, "Do you think Zelina should have should have won?" And I said, "No." I said, I, "I I I'm like a lot of the people saying that you know, just that moment alone, I thought was enough." But bully, you describing the way you just described it—that's just that's next level shit, man. Like that is yeah. like that is emotionally. First of all. I think everybody that already isn't would have fallen in love with Zelina and you would have made a star from here till now. Even if you, she never came back to ever coming close to wrestling for a championship again, everybody would be emotionally invested in Zelina for the rest of her career. And um, you create oh, another commodity that's valued on the, on the channel. Yes, exactly. And, you know, you'd probably make Rio a little bit more hated. When she finally did retain that championship on Monday Night Raw. But also, you know, and Bully, this is something you said to me yesterday as well. Pro wrestling is all about moments. So imagine what that moment would have been like. Imagine what that audience would have been like if Zelina would have gotten the one, two, three on Rhea. Because I don't think anybody would have seen it coming. That place would have exploded Everybody would have been jumping up and down in that stadium with happiness. It would have been like, again, I always describe Hogan beating the Iron Sheik at Madison Square Garden. When it comes to reactions and when I when I explain about the reactions of pro wrestling, I always go back to that moment. Who knows? We would have been going back to that moment of Zelina Vega beating Rhea Ripley in San Juan, Puerto Rico, of Backlash in 2023. Bully, the way you just described it, I... I 100% agree with you. Missed opportunity Saturday night in San Juan. Can't go back and catch lightning in the bottle. What's done is done. I hope the fact that Zelina got over in the people's eyes somehow carries over. I just don't think Zelina is given enough opportunities to shine. Maybe in the eyes of WWE creative, she's not there. I, I don't know what the reason is when it comes to creatives thinking on certain talents. Sometimes I see it, Mark sees it, you see it, but creative just doesn't see it. Because they're you, not in touch. And, and you know what? I'm sure... That somebody, if not, if not one, a couple of people pitched for Zelina to win because it's a no-brainer. What I'm coming up with right now is not rocket science. Trust me, it's not. It's not like Bully came on Busted Open and, and was like, oh my God, that is an earth-shattering idea that nobody ever saw coming. No, this is pretty much idiot proof. It's, no, Bully is not, bro. Well, Maybe, what what maybe. you said and the intricate detail that you added to it is not commonplace and common thought. It's not. Like, this is where you need to take some flowers because you ain't going to get many. I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like, see I'm it. Like, I'm telling you right now, you, made, you just made my eyes well up. Mark. Because you made it emotional. 
What Mark is saying is true, bully. What Mark is saying is is true, bully. They don't think like you. They don't. Stop saying that. They're not you. That's I take that what as a you said was, was what should have happened. So you guys didn't think that either, really? No, I no, didn't. I did I not. Didn't. I didn't. And uh, as as a matter of fact, I I was watching the I was watching the match with Violetta, and Violetta, as you know, is not a hardcore wrestling fan. A lot of wrestling fans that listen to the show like can get jaded at times. And my wife actually was like, I she's like, I love Thea. But, like, I just can't picture her beating Rhea Ripley. Like, it just doesn't – I don't see it. And, and like, and when I spoke to you, like, I, I was looking at, wow, what a great moment for Zelina, just for her being in the match, just her having that moment with her family at ringside. You know, I, I was like, wow, it's already a win for her. Just being there, being in the match and having that moment, that's a win. for Win or loss – it's a win for her. It didn't. And when the match was over, I was like, yeah, real one, but still win for Zelina. But bully, the way you just described it on here, I'm like, fuck, they missed an opportunity. I didn't think that until you just described they it right missed now it. on the air. They I missed, missed the it. opportunity. Dave missed it. I missed it. You got it. And you don't always have to explain it. Have her explain it. Michael Cole could have went right into it. Just like you said, what a wonderful moment for Thea or, or for Zelina. 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 Now she can take the title to the memorial where her dad lays the rest. And yada yada. And bullet of the whole world of wrestling would have been like, okay, we got it. And then on top of that, Mark, you know, you show that video footage. Oh, man. Night. On Monday Night Raw before the match, and then Rhea beats Selena to get in the heat. She's the fucking most hated person in the WWE. Bro, she's far be the most hated person in pro wrestling. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons. All hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.